0: Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy and returning to the show, I've got rapper Hazak. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, LaCroxy. It's good to hear from you again, man. I know. I know. We've been friends, you know, we've been friends, but now you're back doing music and I know I got your name right, right?
1: Definitely. Yep.
0: All right. I you just know. want to throw that out to the listeners again? Yeah,
1: man. It's your boy Hazak, you know, coming out of Rochester, New York currently in uh malaysia
0: all right all right shout out to the rochester new york but now in malaysia so do you miss rochester
1: uh i miss the weather sometimes you know um uh, rochester is pretty similar to uh to toronto as far as the weather goes so i do kind of miss the um the different seasons you know out here in malaysia it's summer all the time you know so yeah, it can get a little monotonous.
0: All right, so let's hear about your music journey. Walk us through, in case there are new listeners, of how you decided, you know what, I want to be a rapper, because you are a rapper, but let our listeners know, how did you get into music?
1: Yeah, definitely. I um I started rapping at 16, but it was, um, when I was younger, I was always, I struggled in school a lot. I failed a lot of my subjects, except for English. And it got to like a poetry section when I was like 14, 15. I won a few competitions in school for that. And then my teachers would tell me, you know, you have a skill for this, have a talent for this. And then I I just got through friends, you know, that started rapping as well. And then I, I picked it up and it was just something... And during that time, you know, I was going through a lot of traumatic things in my life. So I so rap kind of just presented itself to me as a form of therapy. And I I took the deep dive, man. I was I remember skipping class just so I could be in the cafeteria to write rhymes. So, yeah, it's just something I, I fell in love with. And now, you know later, a lot of people, they, they do it for money, but I don't think that really, uh, it's not good for longevity, you know? So I've been rapping since 06, and I think the reason that's kept me rapping for this long is to actually having the passion for it. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Now, you took a 14-month break. Do you want to talk about to the listeners about why you took that long of a break? Because you know, in the times when young people are love consistency in music, brother, we can't take a 14-month break. That- Facts, facts, yep, yep, definitely,
1: yeah. I um, so pretty much, uh, coronavirus hit, the pandemic was going on, everybody was stuck in their homes, and I, I haven't. So my parents being from Afghanistan, I haven't had the best relationship with the United States. My upbringing wasn't that good, uh, so I, I really was just trying to find a way that I could kind of work. Uh, remotely. So I found a few things that that I was freelancing, a few of the side gigs, side businesses. And once I got them going, I kind of spent the whole pandemic to kind of get those going. I was able to leave the United States and I left the United States about one year, four months ago. And I've lived I'd say lived, but each country I stayed about 60 days, two to three months in, but you could say I lived in about nine or ten countries in the past year and four months, so
0: I haven't been that
1: stagnant. Nah.
0: Alright, 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 but just don't stay away too long, even though you're traveling. Try to see if you can make it, make a studio where you are now, you know what I'm saying? A little small booth. Oh, definitely. Well, that's what I love about it, because I have recorded songs
1: um, over the one One year and four months at several studios. So I recorded a song in Morocco. I recorded a song in Romania. And I just recently recorded my uh, upcoming single here in Malaysia. And one thing I love about that is just... Being able to network from people from all different countries, you get hip to like some of their the cultural music they have, the traditional music they have. So it really helps for like the creative aspect of music for sure.
0: All right. Let's hear about your style. What do we like? Do we like gangster? Now, you and I were talking off interview. What do you call? We're looking to do punchline rock. But just remind the listeners your style. Yeah, so I'm a a punchline rapper.
1: Um, When I first started, my punchline rap was really like, sadistic stuff really violent graphic things but as i've gotten older as i've kind of matured and i've started to distance myself from that that kind of lifestyle um my i'd like to think so so now i like to make punchlines for even like for love songs for um, songs about politics and current events and things like that so i i still use punchlines but um they're used
0: in all different kinds of subgenres of hip-hop all right. Do we have a punchline in the single coming up in March? Um, You have a lot
1: of them. Yeah. Uh, So so the kind of punchline rapper I am, you're going to get hit with probably if there's 16 bars, you're going to get hit with 16
0: punchlines. That's the way I spit. All right. Your mama's so fat. No, none of those. <laughs> <laughs> but could rappers do that? Your mama's so fat or you stink. I mean, yeah, yeah. But (laughs) if you probably do it more than once
1: a verse, you know, they, uh, the listener might think, you know, this, this guy's from wild and out or some shit, you know? Uh.
0: (laughs) all right so billboard released its top 50 greatest rappers can i read you the top 10 quickly and do you have any comparisons to these rappers okay so number 10 was Nicki minaj number nine was snoop dogg number eight was drake number seven was lil wayne six was Biggie Smalls, five was Eminem, four was Tupac, three was Nas, two was Kendrick, and who do you think number one was?
1: Oh man, those are some heavy hitters, man. Mm -hmm. Who do you think number number one
0: was? Number one. I, perhaps, J. Cole? No! J. Cole was number 15. Wow. So who do you think number one is? I'll give you one more chance, and then I'm going to tell you who it is. I mean,
1: rappers, rappers, I guess they could be talking 50.
0: No, no, no. 50 came in at number... No, he was not in the top 20 Number one was Jay-Z. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah that's surprising to <laughs> me. Yeah. I, I wasn't even thinking about Jay-Z, no. <laughs> do you agree with this list or you disagree with this list? To be honest, I I disagree with a few of them. I uh-huh. I do disagree with number
1: one. I'll tell you that right <laughs> off the
0: bat. <laughs> hey, 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 Don't hey, make the beehives, what do you call it, come after you? How come you're disagreeing <laughs> with my husband? <laughs> <laughs> facts,
1: facts. <laughs>
0: All right. So do you have any similar punchlines to any of these rappers? Not
1: so not so much. So, like a lot of those rappers on the list, they do spit punchlines. but um it's like every every now and then. Um I'm I'm the type of punch line rapper where I will usually spit a punchline every single bar but uh some of my favorite rappers are are on that list you know I, I got a lot of love for Nas even some of my rhyme schemes I learned off like from Eminem and things like that um but like my top 3 I think I think I may have even mentioned it in um in an interview I had with you a couple of years ago my my top 3 is, has been from the day I started rapping to even now my, my top 3 is still a uh, Fabulous, Cassidy, and uh, Slim Shady, Eminem, yeah.
0: Okay, those are okay. And listeners, to let you know, that is the list Billboard gave the top 50 greatest rappers of all time from last year. So this is from all time. So, all right. So if we have two more on that list, who would we put? Your top five. So we already said, who do we say again? We said Fabulous, Cassidy, and who? Uh, Slim Shady. Slim Eminem. Shady. All right, two
1: more. Yeah. Yeah. um so i am a big fan or i was a big fan of uh, immortal technique okay he was one that a lot of people i mean he was a conscious rapper so i i really liked his music yeah and just to give you kind of like a a number five yeah i would say Nas. naz is okay. up there yeah all I, right I put Nas in
0: five. you strike me as you're a common guy like you like common like you like that you know that type of rap where the conscious you know yeah
1: yeah i i did grow up listening to common most deaf the Quali, a lot of the talib quali i just loved his his style his style was just so smooth so chill so laid back but the way i rap is so different but i really appreciated that style like like me i one thing is i'm i'm really really aggressive so if i if i have an audience or if i'm in a cypher you know everyone kind of shuts up and pays attention to me and um, a lot of people who might be like walking by and not even noticing they might think I'm in an actual argument like I'm about to hit somebody or something um, but I really appreciate rappers like that like even Lupe Fiasco where they just got this really cool chill vibe when they are at.
0: What do you say to the parents that say oh, well I don't want my kids listening to you then if you're that aggressive I want stuff that can edify my son or my daughter. mm-hmm. Yeah but I I understand that but even some of those
1: chill rappers who are calm laid back they don't give anything of value you know the the lyrical content is not really that great Uh, people who are aggressive people who rap like because they have something to say a lot of those rappers who are kind of just chill laid back they don't give much energy the delivery's not there you know I find a lot of those lyrics not up to par anyways so I'd rather listen to music that has quality than it's just something to just chill and vibe to you know i think everyone else has a different purpose of why they listen to music but one thing i loved about the way i was brought up listening to music is that it brought value to my life Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. so do you think hip-hop is dead do you think it is bringing value today you might have answered that already i i don't
1: um not as much maybe maybe a bit um but i also think that hip-hop has gone in cycles it's a cycle so there was a time where back when hip-hop first started you know It used to be really positive. They used to give a lot of value. And then slowly into like the 2000s, it was all about violence and gangs and people were just talking about in a witty way about what they experienced with sarcasm and metaphors and punchlines. And now it's kind of down to where some of these songs, like an eight-year-old could understand it. Um, And now I think you're going to slowly start seeing a shift where all this younger generation that were okay with listening to mumble rap, they're going to want something of value. They're going to want like actual lyrics pretty soon. So I think we're going to start to see a shift in the the kind of music that people are going to be attracted to pretty soon.
0: Mm -hmm. And who do you think's giving those, what do you call those messages, those messages that really make people think are is it the Benny the Butchers is it the Freddie Gibbs is it the J. Coles um
1: yeah I think as far as, like, messages that really impact people's lives, yeah, I think it's more of like J. Cole's, the Kendricks, I think more of like, you know, Griselda and um, those those kinds of rappers, they, they can really relate to where hip-hop originated from. I heard a really uh, good rapper, he told me one time that hip-hop is about resistance. If you're not resisting anything, it's not hip-hop. Um, and that's why I think Griselda, you know, even at their age, why they blew up the way they did is because people who actually are still in that situation, living that kind of lifestyle and going through that stuff every day, they can really relate to that. Like, oh, okay, there's someone successful out there that lived the same way I lived. That's what I love about the lyrics, like the imagery that some rappers give, the references that some rappers give, you know, it relates to them immediately. The second they even look out their window, you, they could see the same thing that Griselda is spitting about on wax.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fifty years though, hip hop is fifty years old. So, like you said, we're gonna see that change, hopefully for the better, right? Definitely, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we're not, it's up to people like you and other rappers to step up the game, right?
1: For sure, for sure, yeah. There's there's been a lot of there's been a lot of sleeping rappers out here here man
0: (laughs) but they're probably (laughs) saying i gotta do what i gotta do i need the bag i need the money i gotta talk about the drugs the sex and the women all day yeah yeah
1: there is there is i agree But it's my my opinion on it is like they're just explaining like what what they're going through. It's it's kind of like they're talking in like a metaphor. They're talking about they're they're talking about the drugs because that's sometimes it's it's their only way. Like I remember like one of the things that kind of kept me traveling for so long and never even second thinking about it is because I grew up around people who who literally will never even make it to the other. They've never seen the other side of the own city you know they won't even make it to the other side of their you know uh, little area uh they they basically live their entire and i'm not talking 20 year olds i'm not talking 30 year olds i'm talking about 60 year olds 70 year olds who have never even hopped on a bus and went 30 minutes right down the road um so that's 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 a part of like the motivation that kind of keeps me traveling and things and it's like being stuck in that situation you know I think music is what is what gets people, it's it's like a therapy for them that's that's what keeps them fighting another day because that's what the hustle is the hustle is a war it's an everyday war mm-hmm. and we gotta win this war right definitely definitely yep and, okay. and music is is the motivation man rappers we just the drummer boys
0: to this shit man and what's your message this time in 2023 to the other rappers what do you want to tell them where they might clap back and say bro what are you doing talking anyways when i don't see you spitting bars get ready for the rain (laughs) get ready right definitely definitely man yep all right, all right. You ready to what are you? Are you ready to do some clock box to other rappers? Yeah, man, for sure, man.
1: You know, I'm not, I, I've been, I've been waiting. I've been <laughs> waiting for a rapper trying to try and diss me, man. It's been, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. What if it was Gucci Mane or what if it was Drake? They're gonna have to get the ghostwriters ready, man. <laughs>
0: They're gonna have to have them ghostwriters on speed, though. <laughs> but are you still a good, good rapper if you have a ghostwriter?
1: Um, I don't think so. I think that ghostwriter is a good rapper.
0: Oh, okay, but you never okay. Drake might say, I am a good rapper, even if I do have a ghostwriter. Nicki Minaj might say, I am a good rapper if I have a ghostwriter. Yeah, that's
1: true, you know, but I, but. I wouldn't, if if you have, a, it depends, right? So we don't know what goes on behind the curtain. We don't know how much that ghostwriter is contributing to the, to the product that we hear at the end of the day. So we don't know if Drake's just writing the hooks. You know, we don't know if Nicki Minaj just writes, f- writes the first four bars and then the ghostwriter takes care of everything else you know if you can only write the first four bars you know what i mean you're you're a freestyler you know what i mean like if if you can't construct a, a fire 16 bar verse on your own then I don't know. So it's yeah. I think I think it's different for every rapper that uses a ghostwriter. Yeah, there's there's good rappers that you know use ghostwriters, but I'd just be a little skeptical skeptical whether I would call you a great rapper.
0: Mm, okay, okay, okay. I gotcha. And what do you want to say to the young people listening to this, or the parents where they're not comfortable having what do you call it? You spitting about aggressive lyrics in your music. What do want to tell them throw the video games out too then (laughs) it's true (laughs) and then but the video games have the music in there right yep yep yeah
1: now man i was just playing uh cyberpunk man (laughs)
0: there there was a
1: lot of sex scenes in that one (laughs) and i guarantee you there's there's
0: millions of 16 year olds playing that right now so parents he's telling you throw out the video games right anything else you want to tell the parents that haven't listened to the music but they have a judgment already i mean yeah i do
1: understand
0: it you know, because there, there's a lot of
1: imagery that that's in. Well, now, now it's watered down. Now it's watered down a lot. So I don't think parents are as concerned with rap music right now as they were in the past. In the 2000s, we were wild. We I would know. say whatever the heck we, we wanted to say and not even had to worry about anything. <laughs> I think that's another reason music has dumbed down. And even with like marketing and stuff, I, I've had to change my lyrics a lot of times because I know I wouldn't even be able to promote that song because you say one wrong thing on like tiktok you say one wrong thing on youtube you say one wrong thing on some of these platforms that push music they will not let you promote it they'll flag you they might permanently (laughs) uh stop like your account and all that so yeah i think you know musicians are not as free as they used to be, def- especially rappers. Rappers are not as free as what they used to be. That's why when you go on TikTok, man, a lot of the music is fruity, bro. You're not getting real rap on TikTok. You know, a lot of the rap music itself, rap itself has gotten a lot fruitier than it has been in the past.
0: Mm-hmm. It It's like, uh, what do you call it? It goes deeper than 21. What? what, you do yeah. something for me? <laughs> <laughs> That's you remember the, you remember B. BET Uncut? Yeah, I do. I do. Oh my gosh. Parents want to complain about that. Can you imagine being a parent in like, you know, we're almost the same age. Your parents would not let you watch BET Uncut. I remember Sunday, I could never watch that Dead on a sunday because i knew i had to go to church on sunday watching bet uncut <laughs> yeah
1: you you had to know where each parent was you know what <laughs> i mean you, you had to know
0: exactly where he was man gps would have helped out a lot back then <laughs> All right. So throw out the, what do you call it? Your single for March and future singles or past singles that, you know, the young ones can listen to or open minded parents might say, you know what? I think I might check this guy out and see what he's about. Yeah, definitely. So I think my two,
1: I think as far as the parents go, two of my previous songs that I think they would like, I made a music video with a local rapper from, uh, from Iraq out in New York. And, uh, we did a song about the Palestinian-Israeli situation, and um, it got—it was used almost a thousand times on TikTok. It was—it was the first song I, I released on my YouTube channel. It got about thirty thousand views. But that's—that's um, that's one song I'm really proud of. Uh, another one was a love song I did. Yeah, it was a love song I did with a couple other friends of mine. That was probably my most Uh, successful song on spotify i think it got about 15,000 streams uh that song is called waiting for you um i think they would really enjoy that that's more of a chill laid back love song um but as far as future music so this one coming out on uh, march the 12th it's called more than rap um it's the thing about me like i said i'm a punchline rapper and there's not many punchline rappers rapping over drill beats so that's kind of something i've been doing lately um so more than rap is me rapping over a drill beat um i'm I'm singing in the hook a little bit too so i think for people who enjoy drill rap which i think right now is probably the most hardcore popular rap that's that's going on right now so i think they they would enjoy not the parents but maybe the the, (laughs) you know i mean the homies might might really enjoy more than rap Mm -hmm. yeah more than raps coming and then uh one i got in the pipeline should be dropping i hope to drop in about four months from now that one's called the kite runner and um yeah that one's pretty hardcore as well uh yeah it's it's yeah it's there and that one you know i it's again punchline rapper spitting over a drill beat, but I take it up a notch. I rap in one of the verses, I just go off. I rap really fast, and it's all metaphors. That's the thing like people to say they love about my music is because when you're a punchline rapper, I'm sorry, when you listen to a punchline rap song, you will pick you may not, you'll probably only pick up on all the metaphors uh the fourth, the fifth time you hear it. So every time you hear that song, you'll pick up on like a few new metaphors, especially with my music. That's why I think my music has is are like songs you can listen. Listen to multiple, multiple times.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got a high on too. Yep, definitely. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Young people, you know, you want to smoke your spliffs, parents aren't around. <laughs> You know enjoy, right
1: definitely definitely yeah I mean if, if you like to toke up man I got a song called Afghan Kush that'll that'll really get you going
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the parents explain to the parents what a drill beat is because we always talk about drill rap what's the definition of drill rap
1: Um, so I'm not too experienced on drill rap but it's really what it is like when I try making a song to drill rap I it's it's just higher BPMs it's a lot higher BPMs BPM come faster that's why on typical drill rap songs they're not rapping fast like if you listen to pop smoke it's very slow but it's just the fact that i could rap so fast that i could fit twice the amount of words that pop smoke or other drill rappers can fit in there except it's just riddled with punchlines and metaphors so it's 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 fast it's uh i rap pretty fast over drill beats and i think a lot of people like they really like it because it's got a lot of bass to it. it's got a lot of bass it's got a lot of kick and it comes at you hard it's honestly like i think it's the hip-hop version of um like the whole fad they had, I think, like ten years ago with the uh, with the
0: dubstep. Right. So
1: I I almost feel like dubstep or uh, drill beats are like the hip hop version of that of dubstep.
0: Mm-hmm. uk hip-hop too you don't want to mess with those uk drill rappers. oh my gosh they're ready to cut someone's throat open yeah musically, i mean definitely listen. musically yep. they're ready to take that knife and go into the studio or rip apart a steak yep definitely yeah i think um yeah that drill so
1: um i guess there's been debate on whether dr- where drill originated from some people say chicago some people say the uk but the uk definitely ran with drill and when um when like rap was starting to kind of mellow out here in the states i think uk drill that's when it just blew up and there was a lot of American hip hop fans listening to more UK drill than they were listening to like uh, rap in America. So it's good, you know. We we kind of recovered from from that there, but uh, yeah, drill rap
0: is uh, it's awesome, man. I love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Throw out your platforms in case listeners want to check you out again. Yeah. So the rap name is H
1: A Z O K, and that could be found on pretty much any platform. I'm talking YouTube, Spotify you know, uh, Pandora, the, the title, Amazon Music, Apple Music, anything you could think of, I'm on there, homie.
0: All right, all right. Any final things you would like to tell the listeners, fans that support you? What do you want to tell them?
1: Yeah, I just want to say, you know, sorry for the wait, but, you know, I'm here, man. And I uh, just want to make a, sh- a shout out to uh, my hometown of Rochester, New York. I ain't forgot about you. all And the homie uh, Cash Surf, my homie oh, Cash right. Surf. Yeah, you can find him on, on i on tiktok he's he's actually my uh homie who, he actually
0: taught me how to rap
1: Yeah, when I was back in around 16. You know, he really got me into it, so shout out to Cash Surf. All
0: right, all right, brother. It was good to have you back on the show again.
1: Appreciate you. Yeah, good hearing you from your LaCroxy. All
0: right, all right. You're the only one that calls me LaCroxy. Anyone else, I'd say Donovan. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, way no. Way it's way. okay. We're cool. We're friends. All right. For CJRU1280AM, I'd like to thank Rapper You Can... Th- Throw out your name again. Hazak. Thank you. And I also would like to thank the listeners for listening.